You ask, we answer your immigration questions. Simple. And now your host, immigration lawyer, Jacob Soposhnik. Hello, hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Ask an Immigration Lawyer. I'm excited to introduce the next several episodes because we are actually using audio from our YouTube videos to share with a lot of the people that are not able to watch the videos every day. They prefer audio version to be on the go. So you, you can listen to it in the car or whatever you, you want to get the information from about our the immigration changes and the different topics we cover in, in those videos. So the next several episodes will have audio from our YouTube videos and also full transcripts with easy to find uh, section description of what you have in each episode. So hopefully you like this format. Let me know what you think. And without further ado, let's jump in right into this next episode. So enjoy. And we'll see you in our next episode. In this video, I'll break down the secrets how to get a green card through a job offer and an employer. Stay tuned, I'll see you on the other side. Hello everybody, my name is Jacob Sapochnik and I'm an immigration attorney based in San Diego, California. In this short video, I'm just gonna cover in general what it takes to get a green card through an, an employer and a job offer. So there are many, many ways to get a green card um, through starting a company, through being an entrepreneur, person of exceptional ability. Um, but the most common way that most people that are not doing it through a family uh, petition is to get a green card through a job offer, essentially being sponsored by the employer that they are currently working for or their future employer. And this process is called, um, it, ha it has several steps. And we'll, call, we'll go over the different steps, and in future videos, I will separate them and I'll make videos about each and every step of the process. So the first step in the process of getting a green card through an employer is actually have the employer commit to giving you that job offer, the permanent job offer. It has to be a permanent job offer, and the employer is willing to support you in the green card process from start to finish. And the reason is because not only the, that employer has to you know, sign the forms, be involved in the, all the recruitment process and everything else that we're going to describe, but also they have to be paying many of the, most of the fees that are uh, involved in the process, including the lawyer fees. And sometimes employers are not aware of their responsibilities and that can create uh, problems and delays and sometimes uh, some of these employers are not willing to continue with that process because they're not, they're not aware from the start what are their obligations. So um, let's start with step number one. Once you have the employer confirm that they are willing to do that, the first step in the process is going to be, we call this PERM, P-E-R-M, labor certification, the labor certification. And the labor certification process involves essentially an employer filing a petition with the labor department and several other things with the labor department proving that there are no U.S. citizen workers that are qualified to do this job. And we went through all this process to show, to, to, to demonstrate that there weren't any U.S. citizen employer, employees that are qualified or that are able that they applied and therefore the foreign national is the one that should be getting this. So this is the, the first step uh, of the labor certification. Once we have a certified labor certification, after we went through all the hoops of, of advertising and doing whatever is required, the employer with that certified labor certification, they can go ahead and proceed to step number two 
and that's filing the immigrant petition. The I, we call this the I-140. And again, depending on the category, there are different categories um, in employment-based uh, sponsorship. There's the EB-3 where we have um, uh, you know, skilled and non-skilled workers, people that have um, uh, either no education, no formal education, or they have at least a bachelor degree with five years experience or less. And they'll fall under the EB-3 category. And if, if in, you know, when, when you are applying under those categories, it's important to look at the visa bulletin to see if there are current numbers for you to be able to get your green card. If there are no, uh, if, if your numbers are not available, then you're not able to adjust your status. In this case, you're only gonna file the I-140 at that point, which requires the employer to prove financial ability to pay this, the, the wage for the employee to make sure they show that he's still qualified to work at that job. <clears throat> so we look at his um, uh, qualifications, at his experience, at what he does for work. Employer will provide financial documents, pay stubs, tax returns, and if all those are, are met, then the I-140 will be uh, uh, approved. If their visa numbers are available, then the employee will have the option to file a concurrent adjustment of status application for 85 as well. If not, just the I-140 is filed. If somebody is in EB-2 category, most of those are current, but if you are from China, the Philippines, Mexico, those are usually backlogged and there are many ways to uh, um, you know, overcome that and, 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 and strategies what to do if your visa numbers are not available. But assuming that they are available, you can file the I-140 and the 45 concurrently. If not, you just file the I-140. Once the I-140 is approved and your visa numbers are available, you can go ahead and file the adjustment of status, the 45, and that is the, 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 the final step in the process. Typically, when you do file the I-140 or the 45, immigration may request more evidence, and if that's the case, you'll have to respond, and hopefully the case will be approved. But that's, in general, um, the process to file a green card through an employer. If the applicant is married, typically we advise to file the application for the spouse at the same time where when you file your, your own adjustment of status application because if the green card is already approved for that employee and they are married and they failed to file for their spouse, they'll have to file for their spouse separately and that may take a few years and it may result in family separation. So in a nutshell, we have to do the labor certification first. Once that's approved, we can move to the I-140 stage and once that's approved, we can either, we can file the 485 adjustment of status or if visa numbers are current during the I-140 stage, then you can file those concurrently. Again, if you have any questions about this process and if, if it makes sense or if it doesn't make sense, if you have questions, just post them in the comments. You can email them as well to me and hopefully you enjoyed this video. It makes more sense. I'd love to hear your feedback and I'll see you at our next video. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening to the Ask My Immigration Lawyer podcast, the show that's dedicated to answering your immigration questions. Simple as that. See you next week for another round of questions and much needed answers.